One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the hate report. The hate report. La la la. Oh, it's the hate report. The hate report. La la la. Hey guys. What's up, guys? This is Monday, January 27th, 2020, and starting into the President Trump's final year of his first term, and uh, going into his five years to go, right? Four and change, most of the fifth year to go. So, um, you know, we're live in the fourth hour of Jesse Lee Peterson's stream. Thank you, Jesse. Jesse Lee Peterson YouTube shout out to everybody there and D live Jesse Lee Peterson's D live I was on my own YouTube and my own D live yesterday Sunday the 26th check that show out it was interesting especially the last few minutes I was arguing with somebody it was cool um uh also on mixer j mixer.com slash jlp talk and uh lots of action over there actually people were giving sparks Bouncing around a beach ball. You may see that later. I think Joel already showed it actually and then of course Periscope.tv slash JLP talk and I have my sticker from my the Hake report sticker <laughs> uh, That you can get on Teespring you can also get a t-shirt. I'm wearing a different t-shirt create It's a jazz band free jazz band Christian. I don't know if they're still in existence But I used to help this guy out as like an intern Chris Schlarb, good guy. Liberal. I found out later. <laughs> but still a good guy. Nice guy, anyway. Um, you know, I have super chats from Sunday that I want to read, and then I'll get into this. I want to talk about Kobe dying. Yes, that black guy. He died. I was shocked. And then um, Trump and the wall and haters. I want to address some issues that have been coming up amongst... Supposed Trump supporters, Trump critics, people who want the wall, but claim he hasn't built it, and different things, different criticisms of Trump, some valid, some not, and some just outright lies, I think. And then food stamps, I referenced this at the top of the third hour of the Jesse Lee Peterson show, and I read Hake News, if those of you who don't know. <laughs> and very good news from Drudge City's prepared for food stamp cuts. And it's the New York Times article, feeling sorry for the people that are going to have to become self-sufficient. And it's such good news. But first, let me read these super chats if I can find them. Joel, do you have them handy? Yeah. Okay, let's go ahead and pull them up and I'll read them. <laughs> Even though you could probably read them faster. Jimmy DM gave a ninja yesterday. Shout out, Jimmy DM. Very faithful supporter. Good morning, James Hake. Belated good morning to you, Jimmy DM. And, uh, what's next? Army Ann, very faithful, more hake, less fake. Thank you, appreciate that. I'll, I'll try. <laughs> and what else? Jenbug gave a diamond, thank you, Jenbug. That's cool. Brandon M gave a diamond and said, that whip, that whip, as in whoosh, led Kunta to host Reading Rainbow. And I didn't know that. 
because I never see, saw the movie Roots, or Roots, <laughs> is it Roots? <laughs> but uh, in the movie Roots, there's a slave named Kunta Quinte who gets renamed to James Master. And I guess that that was LeVar Burton. Is LeVar Burton the guy who, re- who from Reading Rainbow? <laughs> Joel doesn't know. <laughs> I think that predates Joel. I read a, I watched a little bit of Reading Rainbow. Take a look and read a book. Reading Rainbow. Reading Rainbow. Yeah, oh, you know that song. Theme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, LeVar Burton was Reading Rainbow guy. He was cool. I liked him. And I think he's still around, I believe. Older now, <laughs> aren't we all? But uh, I, I guess maybe he was the slave. But anyways, back to the suit. Who said that? Uh, Brandon M. Brandon M. Thank you, Brandon M. <laughs> and then what, what was the last? Maybe there was like one more. Ludwig von Neon said, good advice. And Bubs Love said, don't tell me what to do, Hake. <laughs> Bubs Love is one of my uh, intern guys. Very helpful guy. Oh, and then Benny Hill, okay, so Benny Hill gave uh, a bunch of Canadian dollars, I think those are Canadian dollars, and said, happy birthday, Jeanette, I think it's Korzenko, it's pretty small, amazing. And um, so I, that was from yesterday, so I owe Jeanette, she's the one who told me to quit using air quotes so much with my hand signs, doing this so much. And I think I did that before Jesse did it, or at least before I knew that Jesse did it. Because I used to do it, I picked it up from Calvin and Hobbes that, that, um, it's a comic series. Funny comic strip. But anyways, uh, to Jeanette Korzenko, I don't have my own song, so we just have to do the Jesse Lee Peterson song for the happy birthday. Jeanette Korzenko, I think I'm pronouncing your name right, this song is for you! Birthday to ya. <laughs> happy birthday to ya. I told you I could sing. Birthday, happy birthday to ya. Nice. Happy birthday. Belated happy birthday, Jeanette. I'm presuming that yesterday was your birthday. From and Benny Hill wished it to you. He wished it a little bit late, and I couldn't quite see it because YouTube is becoming more and more inferior. Their function of their website in Included not just them banning conservative people whites but just in general and independent uh, creators Joel hates the upload process. I actually kind of like it like that part of it Because it kind of auto saves and that's nice It takes three hours you had the wrong he has the wrong thing You need to run it through handbrake. It goes faster (laughs) Uh, anyways, whatever. But it is getting inferior, and when you sc- when I, say I'm the, like the the channel whatever admin, right, administrator, I scroll down and look at the super chats, and you can't see the bottom most super chat. You can see like part of the person's name, and then you can't see what they wrote. You have to like click with your highlighting tool and highlight all the way down, hit copy, go up to the URL field, address field, paste. And then you can see what they wrote. It's crazy. Or you paste somewhere, yeah? Anyways, that's just me. So, let me get right to this, because I have a lot to cover, and I want to get to the callers as well. Um, you can call in 888 
I love Trump tweeting, by the way. Um, he tweeted just now, actually. I don't know what this is exactly, but some of you may be interested. Donald J. Trump tweeted, on International Holocaust Remembrance Day, we remember the millions of precious souls who perished as a result of the horrific crimes perpetrated by the Nazi regime. And he posted a whitehouse.gov brief. So check that out. <laughs> Anyways, Kobe John- I, I was about to say Kobe Johnson. <laughs> Kobe Bryant died. Kobe died. I was shocked to hear this. So I was in high school in 1995 through 1999. Well, not all the way through it, but fall 1995 through sp spring 1999, right? I was in high school, and I want to say I was a sophomore in high school, and Kobe came on the scene. And I remember some little Asian girl saying, Kobe is so cute. <laughs> she, he was four years older than me, maybe. I don't know. He's, I'm 38, he's 41, so de dead now, but, um, so I guess that's three and change. But I didn't believe it that he had died. I, started, I was in church with Jesse Lee Peterson. Check it out. It's an excellent church service. There's Kobe with, I presume, the daughter who died with him, but, or is that, I don't know, she might be older. I don't know which, yeah, that's Gianna. Gianna was 13, and she died as well. And then seven other people died in this helicopter thing. Cute little family. That's nice. And he's, I think he stayed with his wife, even though um, he allegedly cheated and all kinds of stuff. Like all men, yes, all men, he was accused of rape or sexual assault, or, you know, women like to accuse men of crazy things like harassing, stupid things like that. But there's him with his, at least some of his family, his wife, Vanessa, uh, right, Vanessa Bryant. That's nice, she took on his name fully. That's cool. No hyphenated last name like a feminist. And then his old, an older daughter, a younger daughter, and I think he had four kids. One of them is dead now along with him. And three survive and the wife survives. Widow now. I was shocked though. I couldn't believe it because... Well, first of all, because TMZ was tweeting it out, and they give bad info a lot. Plus, they're kind of SJW a little bit. Maybe not the worst. You know, they're like the liberal media. The guy who runs it, he is homosexual. I hate to say it, but it's true. I thought of, and he, he's openly homosexual, right? So, I'm not just smearing the guy. I thought of my friend who loved Kobe. He likes that he had, like, the eye of the tiger, or, like, the killer instinct to, like, win. Because there are guys like that that are, like, they make it happen and they're gonna win. Trump is like that, I think. Michael Jordan used to be like that, at least on the, at least on the, uh, basketball court, right? Um, my friend, who I'm referring to, who was, who admired him, he had texted me 11, 10 years ago, when the day that Michael Jackson died, he's like, Michael Jackson died. And he loved him. And I, the way I found out this information, not only was the YouTube chat saying it in church, which I'm like, let the dead bury the dead. You guys are distracting me. <laughs> but it was distracting information because it's so shocking to me. Cernovich, I found out because I get notifications from his tweets. 
he's like a good news source, I think. Um, Mike Cernovich, who's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show and the Fallen State. He loves Jesse. Um, he respects him anyways. Kobe dying is like when Michael Jackson died. I, f- I immediately felt it. Um, my friend, who I was just telling you about, he's Chinese, I think. <laughs> Supposedly from Hong Kong, by way of like Vietnam. So he has like a Vietnamese last name. But anyways, brought here by some Christian church. Send them all back, but whatever. I didn't know I was just kidding. <laughs> I grew up in Elmani. Like, what else are we... Anyways. Um, this guy, by the way, my friend, only has a few Asian heroes. Most of his heroes are white, black, <laughs> but they're all dead. And it, but that debunks the false theory that blacks need black heroes to look up to and blacks kids need to work to have black dolls and white kids need to have black dolls so they get used to blacks. I don't know. It's a false theory. People identify with uh, admirable human beings. So, so I was just thinking about all my friends' heroes who died. It's just so interesting to me. Bruce Lee. 1940 to 1973. Elvis Presley, 1935-1977. Tupac Shakur, <laughs> yeah, he liked Tupac, 71 to 1996. Frank Sinatra, 1915 to 1998. That's a longer life, I guess. But he was wild, at least from what I heard. Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter from uh, Australia. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even do a proper Australian accent. Uh. Steve Irwin died doing something kind of dumb, to be honest. Um, he got stabbed in the heart by, like, a stingray or something. And he pulled it out, which he shouldn't have done, probably. I don't know. But uh, he died prematurely. Uh, Michael Jackson died. Oh, Steve Irwin was 1962 to 2006. What is that, 44 years? 43, 44? Michael Jackson, 1958 to 2009, prematurely. Kobe Bryant, 1978 to 2020, age 41. And uh, my friend used to daydream. I eventually, or somebody eventually got him to jogging. And I used to run. Like, my family were all runners, distance runners. Not like fast sprinter runners, but over distance will beat you. (laughs) At least they would. I was okay. But my friend would run. And then he would, like, daydream about playing Kobe Bryant (laughs) one-on-one. You you know, some of those Asians are pretty decent basketball players, although they're short. Like, they're, like, 5'9", max. Nowadays, they're they're taller. I don't know, maybe they got the the hormones in that food here. Seems like all the younger generations are older. All races. These Mexicans are all tall. The Asians are all tall. The whites... And, of course, the blacks are always tall, right? But he used to daydream about playing Kobe Bryant one-on-one. I also thought about the conspiracy theories when Kobe died. He was, like, you know, Satan talking to me, I guess. He was about to expose the Illuminati, so they killed him. It, in my opinion, guys, it's sleazy to repeat the allegations against men like this. Like I said... Like all men, he was accused of rape or sexual assault or something. We're to presume people are innocent unless proven guilty. Not until proven guilty, unless proven guilty. Because there's no guarantee that most of these guys are guilty. Most of the... One of the white guys who was in the chat was like... 
he's that black man who raped a white woman, right? I think that he was just trying to be shocking and identify with the white thing, but there's no proof, at least not that I heard. I'm with the men on this one. Yes, black on white so-called sexual assault is common, I guess, at least comparatively speaking. Like, it's more common than it should be. But yes, false allegations by women, including white women, is far more common. Uh, so I'm going to say that. He died, uh, Kobe, during the end of my show yesterday, 9.45 a.m. I felt a disturbance in the force. No, I'm kidding, I didn't. He should have been getting ready for church with Jesse Lee Peterson, though. He shouldn't have been out flying around on a helicopter on a Sunday morning. But no, he wanted to fly that Black Mamba helicopter. Black Mamba was his nickname. I, I made that part up about the helicopter. So, let me get to some calls, and then the Trump, the wall, and the haters. I want to get into it. Let me get to Rick out of Hampton, Virginia. Rick, what's up? Hey, Rick! Okay, Rick is now ready. As usual, no, like, it's not usual, but it's like a third of the time, Rick, man. You gotta be ready. Gary out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Gary, what's up? Hey, how you doing? How you doing, uh, James? Doing fine. What's up? I want to talk to you about how you felt about this booty jag guy. Okay. Oh, my hey, gosh. I saw some hey, drudge headline that this Pete Buttigieg, the mayor from South Bend, Indiana, liberal... P pretending like he's like an Obama. I think that he's trying to kiss up to the Trump supporters and, and, and uh, scalp some of the Trump supporters. I don't think anybody should fall for that. He's not a reasonable person. He pretends like he's reasonable and sane and sober-minded, but he's not. Yeah, he's an imposter, man. He's yeah. an imposter. Yeah, totally. And if you had him in charge of our military, we'd be a, we'd be a disaster. I think that... The world will end if he was in charge of the American, uh, uh, just, and, please don't vote for this guy, please. Yeah, please. I agree with you on that. Please do not. Yeah. Yep. Very yeah, good point. Real beta! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Jay, man, I just wanted to see what you thought about that. Yeah, guy. thank you, man. By the way, there was right. this missile that struck the U.S. Embassy in Iraq. Um, right. At least three of them, I heard. Three rockets right, right. struck and. One guy was injured, but not seriously, so that's good, at least. But, um, yeah, that's good. it's a dangerous situation over there. But I'm glad what, that Trump is in charge. What, what, good that good, uh, Trump is in charge because we know something's going to get done, and I, and we know something's going to get done immediately, and it ain't going to be no coward, no cowardism. Yeah. It's going to be done the right way. Yep, but I one definitely. One last thing, man, I just want to send my condolences out to, uh, to the, to the, uh, to Joe Bryant and, uh, the Kobe Bryant family and, uh, the other people that was on the uh, airplane that lost their lives, man. It was a real sad, tragic thing, man. Yeah, it was. I felt that it was sad as well. Thank you, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. We can't, we can't forget about the other people that was on there, too, because even though, you know, Kobe was a more high-profile person, yep. we still can't forget about the, those other people on there, too, because they lost their lives as well, and their family's going to be affected by this disaster as well. Yeah. You mentioned Joe Bryant. Was that his dad? Yeah, yeah, Joe, yeah, Joe Jellybean Bryant. That's that's Kobe's dad. Okay. Well, yeah. thank you, man. Appreciate that. All right, dude. All right. Take care. So let me get to this wall thing. By the way, I have photos of the wall going up from uh, Chris from Arizona. 
she said that she would send them, and she did send them. There's pictures, there's the wall. Over in southeastern Arizona, where it is needed, I think it was replacing dilapidated wall where people could just flow right through. And I guess there's a choke point where people can get through. I don't know what that is, but you can see like a dirt road, and it looks like it crosses, and you can see a saguaro, saguaro, saguaro cactus in the sky. Beautiful area. Thank you, Chris. Nice shots. And there's some uh, dirt road that I don't know if that's where the... They just have little fence right there. Not even a proper fence, just to stop the cows. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But, um, Chris, if you want to let us know what we were looking at there, definitely do. But appreciate those shots. That is a nice wall, I think. I mean, it's supposedly environmental standards, or for some reason it's important to be able to see through the wall. So that's why they have these, like, steel bollard slat type things. And, um, easily replaced if somebody tries to cut through it. Easily repaired. And, uh, that's what I heard. So that's good. Very important to see threats on the other side. Oh. Good point. Appreciate that, Nick. Alright, so yesterday on my show, on, uh, my channel, because I'm on my channel Sundays, Jesse Lee Peterson's stream Monday through Friday, I invited people to take, give their take on how uh, Trump is doing three years in. Because it is January, it's after January 20th, which was the day he was inaugurated in 20, back in 2017. Five years to go. My de facto producer, Dylon, I call him my de facto producer because he's been scoring me some, some uh, guests, you know, contacting guests for me, which is nice. Jesse Lee Peterson got me some guests, that is nice. And Mark from San Diego has gotten me some guests, interesting ones too. Um, but he, he suggested this idea of asking, how, how do you think Trump is doing? One person I know is always repeating this line that Trump has built only 2.5 miles of new wall where no walls previously existed and all the rest of it is um, building, replacing old dilapidated wall where, where it's porous and people can flow through. I made the argument that that's where we need the wall the most. And also that's where it's easiest to build because we don't need new permits for new walls. And we have all these people that are, um, that are, uh, that are suing the ACLU, these stupid environmentalist groups. There's this butterfly conservatory somewhere in Texas or somewhere. I don't know. All trying to stop the wall, and Trump called attention to the fact we don't have one and we need one. And so that's bringing the liberals out of the woodwork to fight against him on it. So, of course, it's going to be tough, but it's just also doing this, us a service because we're seeing who the evil ones are. And uh, some of you guys already know it, but more and more people are waking up to how evil the government is and the media is. More and more people are waking up to that, and Trump, by contrast, is setting uh, an example. That's good. And first of all, I don't know where they got that um, 2.5 miles of new wall number. I don't believe it. And also, you guys need to scrutinize the liberal media from which you hear this stuff. Because the media, for one, they, they are not going to tell the truth. For two, they hate Trump. And they hate you, too. The media. And three... They're wise to us. They're wise to you. They 
maybe they're not, I don't know if they're not wise to us, but they're wise to you. They know that a lot of you guys want the wall, so they're, they're going to downplay it in order for you, in order to undermine the support for Trump. Because he has been working on the wall. We've been seeing him look, reviewing prototypes. Um, we've heard constant news over the years of like him declaring national emergency in order to build the wall. And then they tried to undermine that through the courts. And then it passed just the other week. And then you hear guys like Mike Enoch of the right stuff or what? TDS? I don't know. The Daily Show. <laughs> saying that Trump lied. And it was the day later that this passed. And he's saying politicians lie. No, he didn't lie. At least there's no evidence that he lied. But guys like Mike Enoch are over-eager to call that a lie when Trump has been constantly working on it. And they act like, oh, he didn't try at all. He just lied to us. Uh-uh. I don't buy that. There's no evidence that he lied to us about, wanting, about building the wall, and he's been working constantly on it. He even has Kushner on it. And yes, yes I don't like Kushner in the fact that he's liberal and soft, but he's also kind of a make-it-happen type of a guy, and Trump leans on his make-it-happen type of people. And he has another good guy in the White House, that, that Jewish guy, Stephen Miller. He's like a few years younger than me, brilliant, and he listened to, he used to be liberal, and then he listened, he read um, Guns and Ammo magazine, or something like that, book or magazine by... Uh, Wayne LaPierre of the NRA, the only good man left in the NRA. <laughs> no, I don't know. But um, he has good people in the White House in addition to all those neocons that you guys don't like, and I understand that. Uh, so the, the media, they don't want a wall and they don't want Trump and they're not going to be honest. So um, at the end, this guy, at the end of the show yesterday, this guy RC from North Carolina or South Carolina, Called in, thank you, RC. But he claimed that Trump only now just started the wall, which is not true, it's a lie. And he, he said that Trump only is doing it now a little bit to get re-elected. So RC, in his mind, he's a mind reader. He, he knows that Trump is not doing it because he he's, wants to do it for what's right for the country and is never planned on not fulfilling his promise. But he just is a mind reader. He seemed to be blaming Trump for Virginia and California, this guy R.C., because he was giving a review about Trump attacking gun rights because it happened under, Obama, under Trump's watch and for infringing on freedom of speech, which I guess that's a reference to that college anti-BDS policy in which Trump is pulling government money from anybody, any college campus that supports the BDS movement, boycott, divestment, and sanctions of Israel. Whatever. You can be against that. I don't mind. I'm not necessarily for Trump doing that either. But he pretended, this guy RC, pretended like he's the kind of Trump supporter who's holding Trump's feet to the fire. I wonder how many letters and phone calls to the White House that he's made, that RC has made. He tried to make a bet with me at the end that Trump is going to do even less in this next term than he did this term. But I have no way of knowing how honest he's going to be in assessing how much he's done, because he lied and said that the Trump didn't even work on the wall. Um, he claimed that without evidence. But I am accepting your reviews 
of the Trump presidency so far through the end of January. So let's talk about it. Um, so I want to get to this food stamps thing. I want to make sure I have enough time. I have, it's just an interesting story. And I wonder, I really wonder what Jesse Lee Peterson would say about it. I think that one of the sob stories that's written about in this New York Times article, trying to cast Trump in negative light, about ending food stamps for a lot of able-bodied people who don't have kids. Um, I wonder what Je- this this guy who's this subject of a sob story, he needs to call the Jesse Lee Peterson show because he took care of his mama well into adulthood. Uh, and never had a job himself and now he's 48 and looking for a job, supposedly. And he's going to the library to do it, not knocking on doors and showing himself. But, um... He needs to watch Church with Jesse Lee Peterson. <laughs> but uh, let me get to some calls first. Lily, am I pronouncing your name right? Out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida, first time caller. Is it yes. Lily? Yes. Hey, Lily, thank you for calling. Hey. Hey. Um, I had a question. All right. About how does um, he, how does he feel about the Hoganator resurfacing? The Hoganator. Yes. What's a Hoganator? He's the one um, from the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas School. Oh, you're talking about David Hogg. (laughs) Yeah, David Hogg. What do I feel about David Hogg resurfacing, whom you call the Hoganator? Uh, Yes. It's a joke at this point. It's. I would love to hear Jesse Lee Peterson interview him. I'd love to interview him, but he's a. Ridiculous. Are you on speakerphone right now? Um, no. Okay. Cause that, oh, turn off the show because I'm hearing the show too much. Turn it, turn it down. Thank you. <laughs> Lily, it's good to hear from you. Yes, and I got another question as well. All right. I want to know. Oh, I wanted to say this too. The wall is going up. Nice. And how do you know this? And I'm- um, how do I know that the wall is going up? Yeah. Because Trump is in power. Yep. And, it's, you know, we need more jobs. They coming over here taking all the jobs, killing True. up everybody. It's not fair. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I'm a well, birthday shout out. It's my birthday. It's your birthday today? Yes. Wow. Man, you guys get double trouble for me. Lily, this <laughs> song is for you. Birthday to ya. Happy birthday to ya. Happy birthday. See, I'm on key. Isn't that nice? I think I'm on key. <laughs> yeah, you are. Thank you. Appreciate it. Happy I birthday to you. Thank you, Jesse Top. Yeah, appreciate that. Thank you. I'm, I sing Thank way you. better than Jesse. <laughs> oh, yeah. Burrito! <laughs> right on, Lily. Nice to hear from you. You. What do you think you of too. David Hogg, the Hogginator resurfacing? I hate it. <laughs> you hate it? Yeah, don't hate it, though, yeah. because that's what these people want to do. Because Obama and David Hogg and all these people, Elizabeth Warren, they are such, yes. you could call them hateable people. They're like, it's kind of like how the people hate Trump on that side. They want right. get, get further away from the the TV or the computer, so that I don't hear the Turn show. Turn it down some more. Yeah, thank you. But, yeah, okay. they, they want you to... It's kind of like trolling. 
I felt that Obama was yes. trolling in order to make the conservatives, because one thing about conservatives and whites is yes. when you lie to them and they know you're lying, they hate that. And yes. I think a lot of yes. people, I know blacks too hate when somebody's being like fake. And exactly. so, and that's one thing and that makes people. The, um, exactly. And when I saw David resurfacing, it was just ironic that he's trying to lead all these 18 year olds in yeah. politics. And, you know, it's crazy. And he's calling himself a kid and he's a grown adult now. Well, I don't know and if he's, he's grown, grown, but he's an adult. Man. Yeah. He's an actor. Yeah, he's an actor. that's true. He is literally an actor. <laughs> yes, because he goes around to he surfaces every time these shootings occurs. He comes out. Yeah, what a mess. But uh, my point is, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, my point is though, Lily, that um, yes. Jesse has a great point uh, not to go with anger or hate towards these yes. people because just yes. that's gonna that's gonna undermine us on the side of what's right. If the side of what's right yes, is angry, that only he- ends up helping the left. Because they can say, that's oh, true. writer's angry and doing the wrong thing sometimes. Yeah, so. I have to work on my anger because yeah. I'm still dealing with that. Well, right on. Do you watch Church with Jesse? Well, I've never watched Church with Jesse. Uh-huh. But um, Gary from Fort Lauderdale, yeah. that's my boyfriend. Oh, all right. He's always pumping Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. <laughs> And we've been listening for like three years. Nice. And I tell you no lie, he's really changed our lives. That's good. Do you do the yep. silent prayer that Jesse recommends? Have you heard of it? He does. He does. Gary does everything. I don't. Nice. I'm like a newbie. I'm okay. Trying to, I'm converting now. Yeah. Well, the good thing, I'll tell you, Lily, the good thing about the silent prayer, one thing that I can tell yes. you, and one thing about Jesse is he wants you guys, everybody, me and everybody, to know for yourself yes. because he doesn't want you following Jesse. He wants you yes. following the truth that you know within. So Right. Yeah. And at the end of the day, Jesse just helped you identify with the truth that's within. Yeah. Because a lot of the things you won't even know, like he touches based on everything. So he brings a lot of awareness you know, to the callers because and the listeners because we a lot of the things we don't know because it's like fake news and certain things is only, you know, aired in certain places. True. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he he touches on common sense that you already know, but yes. sometimes you forgot yes. or you're like, oh, yeah, that is true. He, like, brings and it to the forefront. society as well. They, they have us brainwashed to think one way and, yep. and afraid, like, to support Trump or anything like that. If I go in my neighborhood, even in the family, and say, oh, I support Trump, I might get beat up. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. You know? it's, I laugh, but it's serious. Thank you, Lily. Can I touch base on one more thing? We had a Martin Luther King parade here, and they had Trump, Blacks for Trump. Yeah. And the people literally cursed them out and threatened to throw things and, you know, hurt them because, you know, it's like, uh, unheard of things for blacks to support Trump. Yeah, that's that's equality for you. <laughs> yeah, that's the liberalism. But thank you. I appreciate you taking my call. Yeah, thank you, and happy birthday to you. All right. Thank you. All right, take care. All right, bye. Bye. Let me get to Lana. Lana, am I pronouncing your name out out of Kentucky correctly? Yes, you are. At first yes, time. Yes, you are. Thank you, Lana. 
Um, happy birthday, Lily. Yeah, happy birthday, Lily. Yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to say that. Nice. Um. All right. So I get to talk to you, and the next time I'm going to try and talk to uh, the other nice. great hope. Right. On. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> And I got one great hope, and that's that's Jesus. But anyways, um, don't have hope, I know. Um, I want to talk about Trump. Okay. I love Trump. Nice. (laughs) I love everything he does. He is building the wall. Yeah. He is and has been making America great with us, not by himself, with us. Yep. I think this impeachment is a crock. Um, It's just awful. It's awful. I want to cry. But it's to be expected. Yeah, the devil's working overtime. Yep. So, just like on election night, I prayed. We prayed so hard. We prayed. And everybody said, oh, he can't win. He can't win. But, you know, good overcame bad, didn't it? Yeah. Definitely. Look at how, many, how, how many years have they been fighting these people and still accomplishing everything plus? Yeah. It's been basically since June 2015, mid-June, when he announced his presidency. I mean, his run for yep. the presidency. Yeah, everybody that used to love him hates him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they all wanted money, and they wanted to go to his parties and be a part. And then, oh, well, you're running, and you're a racist. No, he's not a racist. Yeah. So, you know, and, he said something that is that stuck with me. He said that? that he used to work in um, in New York, right? And there are sharks over there in New York, or whatever they're called. But mm-hmm. he said in D.C. there, I don't know if he used this word, but he said that there's snakes. There's such horrible backstabbers in Washington, D.C. He's never seen anything like it, and I believe that. You see well, how weak people are. Even before he went, he said he was going to drain the swamp. Yep. And actually, there's probably a lot of water moccasins in there and copperheads. Yep, (laughs) very true. But, no, I just love him. I just wanted to put that out. And I know he's an alpha male. Yeah. So, just like my husband. Nice. I don't watch Jesse's church on Sunday because I'm in church. Okay. I do do silent prayer, but I do out loud, too. Okay. And I think you're pretty cool, too. I appreciate that, Lana. You so know that you I'm can... going to try and call Jesse tomorrow because I want to. I just really want to talk to you, to him. I just want to talk about. I didn't know I could listen to you live and then get on. Nice. And I listen to you while you're on there. You're doing a pretty good job. I appreciate that. Amazing. <laughs> you know, Lana, you can catch, if you're ever curious and interested, I recommend checking out his church after the fact because the recordings stay up on YouTube and elsewhere. And then also there's an audio podcast. Podcast just mm-hmm. means the audio recording that you can listen to afterwards um, right. of church and all those things. The Fallen State. Mm-hmm. It is up available on many different podcast platforms which you can listen to either on your computer or on your smartphone if you have a smartphone. Right. That's how so. I even watch anything is on my YouTube I yeah. gotta ask, what do you think of Blexit? Blexit. I, yeah. I support it. You know, I don't I know a lot too. about it, but I think that it's good that, I mean, it's about time. It's like way, way, way past time for blacks to leave the Democrat Party. So they should. I'm glad exit. you didn't say African Americans because yeah. they're not African. Exactly. They're Americans. Yep. 
Are you an American? Yes. Then you're an alpha male. <laughs> I so appreciate that, Bonnie. Am I an alpha woman or a beta? I think you're an alpha woman. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you got me right. I wonder, y'all need to write my name down and have Jesse call me tomorrow. Okay. You're in California. How how far back behind are you from me? Let's see. What like, part of it's like a quarter to twelve here. Oh, okay. Then uh, it's a quarter to ten here. So you are two hours ahead. You're you must be in Central Time. So yeah. we're on from six to nine a.m. here in Los Angeles, which over in mm-hmm. Kentucky, at least you're part of Kentucky. That would be eight a.m. to eleven a.m. Yeah. Kentucky time. Or your I tried calling several times this morning too, and it's like you can't, you can't get through to him. Yeah, call, yeah. call right at eight, or okay. even, even a minute before eight, and okay. you may be able well, to get through. I'll start calling you. I listen to your show more. I wasn't aware I could get your show. Nice. So, but I really wanted to, and he is building the wall. Yep. And he is helping us make America better, and he's, he's having to fight. All of those people, I've never seen so much venom. Yeah. Even some people that didn't like me, I thought I had it bad. Oh, yeah. And, you know, a lot of people would have quit. They'd have quit. They'd have give up. Yeah, they'd be crying under their desk, <laughs> I think he said one time. Can <laughs> you imagine uh, Barack had to go through that? Yeah. They would have been crying racism instead. Yeah, but you know, if they, they're going to keep coming with stuff. Yeah. But if they do succeed, I'm afraid of what's going to happen. I don't really don't am. be afraid, I, Lana. We've no. I'm just afraid that uh, people are just going to go to the streets. You know. Oh yeah. Because you know, people that are for Trump, like who was it? The lady Lily said, people are afraid to show their support for him. I'm not. Good. Right on. I'm not. And you know, I'm a. I've been a Democrat since I can remember, and I haven't voted for a Democrat since Trump started running. Nice. But you want to know why I keep it a Democrat ticket? Why? That way I can, in the primaries, I can vote for a Democrat that I don't like. <laughs> it might be doing good. Right. And then I vote for the Republican I like in nice. <laughs> <laughs> So any Democrats out there that are listening to this show, y'all do that. All right. That way you can, get, you know, does that make sense? Because then they think, ooh, I got to know as well. No, you don't. <laughs> Yeah, I'm one. You know what I am? I'm a sneaky, sneaky <laughs> alpha female. <laughs> All right, Lana. Say, yeah, you're you're a beta man. That's interesting, Lana. I appreciate <laughs> it. Hey, you have a blessed day. Same to you. And uh, God bless all of you. Y'all do a good job. Thank and you. You're, you're getting better. You're getting better. Appreciate so. that. All right, take all care. Right. Hang in. All right. So let me before I get to the last calls get to this food stamps, this taking care of people. You know, I interviewed Vosh two Fridays ago. Vosh being like this pansexual guy. <laughs> and he's like, I care for people. I love everybody. No. No, you don't. Well, good news from Drudge. Cities are preparing for an end, or at least food stamp cuts. I have this article from the New York Times, and I have a few screenshots. New York Times via MSN. This is the article, and you see the black dude. I'm going to talk about him. There's a photograph taken, I think, by the New York Times. Proper credit, right? Um, of this black dude, 48 years old, was taking care of his mother until 2016. She died. 
But, uh, uh, listen to this. Come April. April of this year, 2020, able-bodied adults without children may lose their food stamps if they do not find work fast. A Trump administration rule change long in the making is about to become real, and by the administration's own estimates, nearly 700,000 people across the country, 20,000 of them in, I- in Ohio, 3,000 alone in Cleveland and Cuyahoga County, will be dropped from the food stamp rolls. Excellent. Some guy, Kevin McGowan, who runs the Ohio SNAP Office, Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, i.e. food stamps, they call it SNAP to make it sound better, but everybody knows that it's food stamps. He said, we're not happy about it. It is our job and we will fulfill our job. I say, whatever, just do it. To the Trump administration, record low unemployment and steady economic growth mean there is no time like the present to nudge people off their federal assistance. Great. Around 40 mil- we need to make alpha people again, right? Around 40 million people access the food stamp program each year. Nearly 3 million of them are able-bodied who don't have children. Of those 3 million, around 2 million do not work. Millions, this is from President Trump declaring this week at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland. This past week, I guess. I don't know if I'm pronouncing Davos right. I don't know. I never figured it out. I never Googled it right. Millions and millions of people, this is Trump, don't need food stamps anymore. They have jobs. They're doing really well. And so here's the sob story. And you can show the guy's poor picture again, right? If you're watching. For Carl Thomas, a 48-year-old with a high school degree. Isn't that sad? New York Times didn't even call him a 48-year-old man. I'm assuming it is a man. Male. 48-year-old with a college degree. High school degree, I mean. He black. Which I didn't presume that he was black, but I looked it up and he... Sure enough, the photograph, he's black. It is not that simple. He needs to... He spends most of his time holed up at a public library, making use of its internet access to apply for all the jobs he can find. So he claims, right? And the New York Times uh, just believes him. They don't scrutinize. (laughs) Before 2016, when his mother died at age 84 of sepsis, S-E-P-S-I-S, he had spent most of his life, life, caring for her. Wonder what Jesse Lee Peterson would say about that. Beta! That's, that's your cue to do the drop. Beta! <laughs> he would say, Beta man! <laughs> so, this guy, Carl Thomas, 48, compa- here's his compassion, right? Has been job hunting ever since her death. Since 2016? In the library? Jesse, I, 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 I do, I replay Sunday services from 2009 and stuff, and I think just the recent Sunday service that we, we re-premiered on the, on the Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel, and it's also, I think, going to come up on the Bond Rebuilding the Man podcast, Church of Jesse Lee Peterson podcast. Jesse has, has criticized these young adult males who don't leave their mother's house, who just go online and try to do the job applications online, not go in, knock on the doors, show your face, wear a tie, whatever, make a positive impression. That's what you need to do to find a job, not just spend all your time in the library, but that's what this guy has been doing, apparently, according to him and New York Times. Some employers want to see a lengthy work history and a college degree. Yeah, some. 
That doesn't mean that there aren't jobs out there. Some are far away, and he does not have a car. This, I could just picture Jesse, can't you just picture Jesse Lee Peterson saying his mother set him up? Yeah. Yeah. On the sixth day of every month, Mr. Thomas plans out how he is going to make his $194 in food assistance stretch. He gets 200 bucks a month. Coupons in hand, he walks and takes, or takes the bus to Walmart, Giant Eagle, and Dave's Market to find the lowest prices uh, on meat, vegetables, and produce. He looks fatter than, than, looking, than eating only meat, vegetables, and produce, to be, let's be honest. He looks fatter than he only eats that stuff. He'd be quite fit, I would think, but that's just a side note. He is ecstatic when red-seeded, when seeded red grapes go on sale. That lifeline could soon disappear. It's not a lifeline. It's a death line. <laughs> Anyways, he needs to call the Jesse Lee Peterson show. <laughs> Able-bodied adults with no children. This is New York Times uh, article. Lose their food assistance if they fail to work 80 hours a month for three months in a three-year period. <laughs> that is a low standard. Unless they live in a state with a waiver. Under looming changes, waivers for this work requirement, once common will be much harder to come by. 14 states, New York City and the District of Columbia, Washington, D.C., very corrupt, the most corrupt place in the country, I would say, is just my, my guess, have sued the Trump administration to block the new rules from going into effect in April. Sounds like the mothers that undermine the fathers that want the children to be independent. Um, accusing the administration of doing an illegal end run around Congress. Mama. Isn't that mama? I mean, I... Whatever. This is really Jesse's story, but I had to share it because it's, like, so shocking to me. And it's true. I mean, I tell you guys that this, um, and you guys know it already, that liberalism is female-minded. And it ends up hurting the people. I think. Cuyahoga County and its urban heart, Cleveland. C-U-Y-A-H-O-G-A. I didn't know that Cleveland was in Cuyahoga County. And maybe I'm mispronouncing it. But they are preparing for the worst. See, New York Times is not objective. They're female. And by female, I mean feeling sorry for people that need, like, a kick in the butt <laughs> to get working again or working for the first time. This guy's mother set him up. That's so evil. I mean, that's what I'm speculating. And it's a fair estimated guess. It's a fair um, estimated guess. Educated guess, right? Based on all of the phone calls and in-person conversations that we've heard uh, Jesse Lee Peterson talking with these people and he's told stories of a, a friend of his who's 60 years old still living with his mother and now she's sick and now he's too guilty to leave and she's it's crazy and now he's like sick I hope Jesse's listening to this or he's he'll see this he'll see this story I sent it to him um they will start by conducting two information fairs every month. This is Cuyahoga County. Information fairs every month starting in February. They will also call and send mail to people every month starting in February. Oh, sorry. I, I said that. Which will explicitly tell them the ramifications of non-compliance. Good. Mr. Gowan said, that's that Gowan guy that I said who runs the SNAP program. <laughs> he has a job that's pretty almost illegitimate. Government job, um, getting, giving people their food stamps. 
that don't deserve it for the most part, while stressing that it is time to achieve self-sufficiency. Isn't that a beautiful, uh, isn't that a beautiful uh, phrase? Achieve self-sufficiency was, was his words. Right on, long past time to be honest. So, that is so good. And these, you know, these liberals with the feel sorry for the people on the, in a tough spot, it's just spoiling them. It's, anyways, it reminds me of these blacks that, that excuse black crime by saying, oh, it's because they're poor. Poor people are not necessarily going to be committing crimes unless they're already that immoral. And they're poor, only so-called poor, because of that immorality. When you are immoral, you're uh, generally, or one of the symptoms is uh, being so-called poor. You waste your money. And you don't see the opportunities to look at jo- look at jo- Joel his story. He wasn't he wasn't poor, I don't think, but he was living with his mother, uh, working. Yes, he was coaching um, those girls. <laughs> he was coaching under um, coaching dance under somebody else, a woman <laughs> who became a headache later. But that's a different story. But he was waiting for the opportunity, didn't realize that he had the opportunities before him, and then he moved out, got a job, got a car, started a business, and he's internationally known as Joel Friday here. <laughs> Let me get on this track one time. <laughs> and he's doing it. Guy's a girlfriend. <laughs> That's cool. And so the, all this, uh, oh, Jesse Lee Peterson's too harsh. Oh, <laughs> you want me to say it? And Joel's ty- typing to me, hate to say this, but I had food stamps. <laughs> I came a long way. Yeah. See, guys, like this fake compassion. That's why Jesse says compassion is bad. Anything you want to say anything else, Joel? Get off food stamps. That's all I got <laughs> Trump is doing it right. So, and then... Drudge has this, uh, another article, How California's Homelessness Surged. It's an, NBC, it's an NBC article. Do you want to say anything else, Joel? I didn't mean to cut you off. All right. They claim to know, I guess, how this... They claim... Okay, so, by the way, yesterday there was a black van across the street with a big tent parked on the... sat on the sidewalk right next to it. Ridiculous. The homelessness, stupid crisis, so-called crisis. NBC News says, this is decades and decades of failure. One expert, which you know not to listen to, said of the persistent homelessness crisis that continues to plague California. And yes, you could say that, but decades and decades, that kind of reaches back to um, Reagan, and they probably want to blame Reagan for closing the mental institutions. I don't know. Maybe you can, maybe you can't. But you got to blame the people in charge now because... Over the past several years, it's like skyrocketed. And Eric Garcetti has been mayor for several years of, of uh, Los Angeles. And then all up and down the major uh, coastline cities of California especially, but the Pacific North, Northwest in general, the left coast as they call it. Um, evil people in charge, the Democrats. Newsom has been around for ages. He was Gavin Newsom, that is, the governor. Beta governor with the beta baby. (laughs) Anyways, it's pathetic. Let me get to some calls.
Lynn out of Chicago, Illinois. Lynn, it's good to hear from you. Good morning, Hank. How you doing? Doing fine. What's up? Oh, I was going to comment with the the one black male living in New York City. Have, now that he has to go work for three months. That's actually that's actually in Ohio somewhere near Cleveland. But oh, yeah, okay. it was the New York Times covered his sob story. Yeah, what do you say? Oh, I was going to say, if you let you let him go work for 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 uh, three months at, at a full time rate. The amount of taxes he's going to have to pay will pay all that all that welfare he's getting. He, he he gets throughout the entire year if you add it if you add it up correctly. Wow, interesting. That's pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah, I hadn't considered the, that part. Uh, Democratic taxes he's paying. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. true. That's ridiculous. That's true. Yeah. That's so wasteful. Uh, anyways, <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, oh, this last comment. With like uh like like two days ago, I was looking up California, like doing uh, looking at Google Maps. Yeah, I, I believe it was like I'm not sure if it was it was Los Angeles. I believe it was like Sixth Avenue. The amount of homelessness I, I was looking at is amazing. Yeah, ridiculous. There was so much homeless. Yeah, there were so many homeless people on these streets. Their tents covered the entire sidewalk. Yeah, people had to walk out in the street. Yep, that's and evil. One, and one homeless guy just gave up. He gave, he, you know, I can tell this guy there was no more fighting. This guy, this guy gave up, and he decided to sleep in the street. And the Google Google photos passing by I took a photo of him. I'm like, wow. I'm like, damn. Yeah, it's yeah, pathetic. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's all beta stuff. But that's they really want to. That's what compassion stuff. will get you. <laughs> yeah, it's the wrong but, kind, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, the thing is, they're always blaming Reagan for for that stuff. But right. all those mental institutions started closing around in the '60s around the United States. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's that's why is it always in liberal towns? I don't see any conservative <laughs> towns struggling with this issue. They deal with it, and Trump knows how to deal with it. I mean, I would trust him to to know how to deal with it. <laughs> Yeah, but but then again, you know, the, the the Democrats need those people to be homeless so they can vote Democrat. I guess, yeah, and then they have the fake people that are so-called homeless advocates or whatever, and they're yeah. uh, they have that phony love for people, that imitation yeah. love, imitate cheap imitation of love, which is pure evil. Yeah. But they don't see it as evil because they're blind. Yeah, yeah, just the last thing, you know, the thing is, the thing is, you have home, you have legitimate homeless people. You have bums, and then you have drug addicts. Yep. And, and for some reason, they loop all these people as being homeless when, when, when pretty much only pretty much only one of them are actually legitimately homeless. Yeah. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. But uh, and a lot of them, a lot of them prefer this life. I mean, they choose it. They yeah. They wouldn't take the, or if you gave them the housing, they'll destroy that too. Turn it into, just, slums. It's evil. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Frontline, Frontline did a special on that, and uh, I'm not sure if you ever, if you if you ever watched Frontline, but yeah, that that it's covers it. Okay, appreciate that. Yeah. All right. Thank you, you Lynn. Nice day, appreciate you, man. All right. Take take care. All right. You as well. <laughs> All right, guys. Appreciate you. Isn't Seattle another tent city? Asks Phil Starr. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Seattle is a very liberal town. 
Seattle was where those dumb Black Lives Matter females said, this white supremacist liberalism. And then she's like, oh, wait. And she's just bossing around the whites. The whites are the slaves to the blacks now. <laughs> and they deserve it. Stupid ones that won't stand up in the right way. All right, guys. I will see you later. Black Salad over in Australia, I think, said, I met a meth addict who wanted the street to the house, preferred the street to the house. He said he missed the curb. <laughs> yeah, they prefer it. They like it at life, unfortunately. All right, guys. We'll see you soon. I may or may not have another 90s episode of Jesse Lee Peterson on One Week Delinquent. I needed to, like... I need to remind Bill, the engineer who archived all these things, shout out to Bill, the engineer, for archiving all that 90s show content and the church of Jesse Lee Peterson from 08, 09, on up through 2013 or 2014. I will see you guys maybe in the live chat there once we get that released. Maybe this afternoon. I want to get it this afternoon because tomorrow is a Trump rally. I was paying attention. That's nice. All right, guys. Um, TheHakeReport.com for, for my stuff. JLPTalk.com, and if you ever have trouble loading that, jessieleepeterson.com for the Jesse Lee Peterson radio show stuff. All right, guys, take care.